to Damn It. I am your host, David Montague. Um, today is Wednesday, February 7th, 2018. It's kind of like bad outside, snowy and freezing rain. I like it. I like this weather because no one bothers each other and I could stay in my room. And my class got canceled today, so just blessed to that. I, I truly was... I just felt amazed. I was in bed and I have a break from 12 o'clock to four o'clock because I have like, yeah, I just have a break and I had gone back. I was like cleaning up my room. I had to put some signs up and then I (laughs) I was like laying in bed and I took off my sweatpants and I was in bed in my like underwear and I took like a little bit, a little of a nap and I got the push notification saying that my class was canceled and I was just like, thank you, Jesus. I was so happy. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys had a good week last week after we ended. Um, so I'm only going to talk about two or three things that I kind of thought were really important. I like this new format so that I'm not wasting everyone's time with, like, everything else. I just have, like, a couple of stories that really stood out to me. So first, obviously, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Um, it was between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. I was rooting for the Patriots because I am in New England now, and we also got, like, 87 cent iced coffee if New England win, but we didn't, so whatever. Um, I'm going to take these headphones off because they have, like, a hissing noise, and that's bothering me. Um, actually, I'm going to put them back on because I don't like the sound of my own voice. I don't know. That doesn't make it. It's fine. Just forget what I just said. Um, but the Eagles won 41 to 33 it was a really good game i was like excited for it i wanted to like i watched all of it with my staff and it was it was really exciting i was glad philly won because they haven't won a super bowl at all and it was just really good for them like they they definitely deserve it after the year that they've had um and they came out to meek mills dreams and nightmares which was really really good like everyone just got really hyped for it and it was a good game overall some ads that i liked were um the amazon alexa ad because they had like alexa lost her voice and cardi b um gordon ramsey uh rebel wilson who else there was like a cut scene with um oh my gosh i can't even think of leslie jones and jb smooth like that was really funny and there was also an e-trade commercial that i like too and it was like talking about how old people are um like doing jobs and stuff now and how they should have saved up it was funny i liked it um some movie trailers that i kind of thought that were there was like Oh, also, the New York Giants ad. It was like the NFL with Eli and Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, my God. That was really, really funny. They did, they, they did the, um, what's it called? Like the, um, uh, that dirty dancing. I was going to say freeze frame acting like that was a movie. Um, but they did that, and that I thought those were really good. Okay, so movie trailers. Um, the biggest one had to be Netflix dropping the third Cloverfield movie out of nowhere. Literally just put it on they had a i think it was 30 second ad giving like a teaser about the cloverfield universe and then they said um coming very soon so i'm like oh my god like is it gonna come tomorrow no it came on netflix live after the super bowl ended now the movie didn't get great reviews but it was like a way for showing everyone how like the cloverfield movies came together i really like the cloverfield franchise the movies are scary and really really good and i i like them the jurassic world fallen kingdom looked incredibly scary like they have this whole new they built like a don a monster dinosaur whatever 
scary as hell. I'm really looking forward to see it. The solo, a Star Wars story, which is one of the spinoffs of the Star Wars franchise movies, had like its first trailer. People didn't know if it was still coming out. Another Rock movie had something, whatever. It's just The Rock saving the world. The usual looks good. And not The movie doesn't look good. He looks good. I just want to make that clear. Um, Mission Impossible. I think it's the fourth, fifth, no, sixth movie. Um, yeah, and obviously the new Avengers movie had a little 30, 30 second preview. I'm so excited for it. I'm I'm really ready. Also, I got my Black Panther tickets. I am effing fucking <laughs> effing ready for this film to come out. I like it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. The critics are saying that it's the best Marvel movie ever. I I'm just so ready for it. I knew I put them like I bought them as soon as they went on sale when I was last home over Christmas break. And I was like, yeah, no, this is a movie. I'm not missing this. So let's talk about the big nitty gritty, the meat and potatoes of the reason that I'm here today. And that's Justin Timberlake's halftime show performance. Now, just a couple of just a quick little history overview about how Justin Timberlake has been controversial with the halftime show in the past in 2004 I believe was it 2004 yes he performed with Janet Jackson at the halftime show they were performing Rock Your Body and you, he has the part where it goes like have you naked by the end of the song he ripped Janet's uh bra or something and her nipple got exposed to like everybody on tv like you sold it, everyone saw her like nipple and it was pierced at the time too and everyone was like oh my god what was that what was that so <clears throat> oh excuse me i'm like been coughing a lot i gotta take my medicine in like an hour or two you guys have no idea um but so yeah the fcc was fine they received a whole bunch i, I believe it was like five hundred thousand complaints uh FCC received and then CBS was fined $550,000 that was later later overturned but Janet Jackson was literally like blacklisted throughout Hollywood and um, the media empire for a couple of years like she was releasing an album none of the radios played her music um, her tour sales declined if not canceled I think like just no one was seeing her on tour and um, she couldn't perform at the Grammys even though she was nominated and it was just awful. It was truly just like it was really, really bad. But nothing happened to Justin Timberlake. He didn't suffer any backlash. Like his music still sold sold records and he was still able to book venues and stuff. Nothing happened, which was very disappointing. Um, so when it was announced that he was going to do the halftime show, everybody was like, oh, he needs to bring out Janet. Like that's the only that's the best thing that he needs to do. And like everyone would just be better like he needs to replay repay janet back for all the shit that happened and how we didn't do anything nope um he didn't say like if any special guests were coming but we'll get to that in a minute but he was basically like i'm looking side i'm very looking forward to it and he also also announced that he would be releasing new music and we'll get to that later also because i was very disappointed um oh my god it's so stuffy in here y'all I feel like I'm about to pass out. Hold on, let me open up a window. And that window's locked. Let's, how about this one? And that window's locked, okay. I'm not going to unlock them because I don't want the police called on me. Don't wanna to go to jail again. Um, <clears throat> But so, like, 
during weeks leading up to the actual performance itself, everyone was like, is he going to bring out special guests? Like, what's the set list going to look at? Like, you know, like, what's going to happen? Pyrotechnics is going to be, like, leaving or jumping onto the stage, kind of how, like, Lady Gaga did. But no, there was no rumors or speculation or anything whatsoever. <coughs> oh, my God. I should have taken a cough drop before I came in here. Um, when I take a break, I'm going to get some water. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, and it was different because years past, there was always special guest speculation a couple of days beforehand. So last year, Lady Gaga said, no, like, I'm going to be doing the Super Bowl. It's going to be just me. But before that, Coldplay, uh, Coldplay said, yeah, Beyonce and Bruno Mars will be helping us. So everyone was like, oh, I wonder if that's going to be the same. <sighs> so... Sunday afternoon comes, it's the big game, halftime comes, everyone gets ready. Jimmy Fallon does like, hey, Justin, I hope you, you know, go get him or whatever. You're going to kill it. And then it opens up on Filthy. Now, Filthy is one of his, the first single off of his newest album called Man of the Woods. Just a quick little review. It's very weird. It's not Justin Timberlake at all. It's a different form of genres. It's not R&B, it's not pop, it's not country. It's a whole mix and it's not the best. I'm so glad I didn't pay money to see him because it was not like, it's not the best at all. It's very weird. He like does different forms of music. I love Pharrell, I love Timberland and they executively produce the album but they don't work well together. It's the whole album is just very, very weird and if you're going to listen to it, listen to it a couple of times because the first one through, I was like, what is, what is the song? And then the second and third times, I was like, no, I don't know what he's trying to do. Thank God I didn't buy it. So he starts it off with Filthy. He's like in this little like makeshift club. And, you know, it's like, hey, just going to say it's fake. Boom, 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 boom. So real. Like, that's how it goes. It's it's weird. The song is weird. So then he goes out. And he's like, Super Bowl, whatever. Meanwhile, he isn't really saying that much. Like, he's doing ad-libs. He's like, ah, you know, what's up, Super Bowl, whatever. Like, uh, let me make some noise. Then he goes into Rock Your Body, which was tasteless. Because that was the whole thing that with him and Janet Jackson happened. Like, just skip that song altogether. Why are you doing that song? Next, he goes into Senior Rita. And then he introduces the Tennessee Kids, which is like his background group with, like, the instruments and whatever. That was good. I was tapping my feet. But this is three songs in. Nothing was killing me three songs in. Like, no fireworks, no nothing. It was just him. Just no bright colors, no aerial shots, nothing, y'all. Boring as hell. So I'm sitting down meanwhile, too. I should be on my feet by the third song. If I'm not on my feet, you're not going to get me. Like, if I'm not on my feet by the third song, then you're not going to get me on my feet at all unless you're coming out with a special damn guest. Anyway, first, fourth song is Sexy Back. He adds, he one of his newest singles is Supplies 2. It's off the album, Man of the Woods. He, like, mends that beat with the original Sexy Back beat. Does not work well together. I could tell people in the stands are like, what the hell is this? Because if you're not a Justin Timberlake fan, if you're not young, you're not listening to his new shit unless it's on the radio, right? No, exactly. Next, he goes into My Love, which I forgot he did. Um... <clears throat> he then brings it down for, um... Cry Me a River, which actually, I was watching an interview with Britney and Barbara Walters, and Justin had finessed his way into getting a Britney Spears lookalike. Like, he faked, he, like, talked to Britney and, like, finessed his way into a conversation where she said yes about her, um, him using a lookalike for 
the video, which was tasteless. Also, Cry Me a River is about Britney Spears, too. That's an early pop drama that was before our time. Then he then goes into suit and tie, and it's like gets somewhat elegant. Oh, I didn't even talk about his like costume or whatever, his outfit. He honestly, he looked like what Cracker Barrel looks like. He looked like, um, oh, I saw a tweet when it was like he looked like something at Bass Pro Shops, like that outdoor wearing, like that camouflage BS that people down in the country wear. That's what he looked like. He also had like his red bandana. I'm like, is he getting initiated to join the Bloods? Like, is he going to kill somebody tonight? Oh, just a mess. He then goes into suit and tie, like on the side stage. And I was like, okay, tapping my feet. I be on my suit and tie shit. Shit, which is like a throwback because the radios don't even play that anymore. Rip. He then like walks onto another stage, and I'm like, oh, okay, special guest time. He plays until the end of time, which is something that a lot of people don't know because it was hardly played on the radio. Like it sucks, but it hardly was. And then he has this banner, and we start to see a little purple, and then a video of Prince is getting displayed on the banner and I'm like yo what the fuck because him Prince hated Justin Timberlake point blank period Justin Timberlake came out with sexy back Prince was like oh sexy never left and I'm this is a true thing like this is something that happened I'm not making this up Prince was like oh sexy never left and then Justin Timberlake like shaded him in one of his songs and Prince did not like the use of holograms and holographic displays and stuff he hated it please google it he said like um if I was meant to jam out with Duke Ellington and stuff we would be on the same stage he hated all that type of mess that all demonic mess so when it came out tmz reported saturday that uh, i said that weird saturday saturday that a hologram would be used a prince hologram would be used everybody was like yo what the fuck because it was not a match made in heaven you know prince and justin were just not a thing so they perform i would die for you it's cute it's literally cute and whatever but i was like okay and then he lights the whole stage purple and then like it made it seem like the town surrounding the stadium was like in the purple prince guitar logo and then whatever and then he goes back on the main stage performs mirrors and i'm like oh it's over but then i was like no it's not over because the caucasian hit of the sensory can't stop the feeling needs to be performed so then goes back to being all colorful and then he goes into the stands and this poor like 12 has to be no more than 13 14 year old boy with braces has his phone out and he's like pretending to know the words and justin stays with him throughout the end of the whole entire song it's so awkward they leave and then he goes super bowl selfies and then he gets off the stage most boring halftime and recent show and recent memory that i can think of boring more boring than the black eyed peas because at least they had somebody come out now when we're talking about Super Bowls, I hate bringing up Beyonce in every conversation, but you know a bitch has to because she set the standard. But not even Beyonce. Last year, Gaga carried the whole show by herself, gave you vocals, gave you costumes, gave you lights, makeup, pyrotechnics, every fucking thing. Then you go the year before that, Coldplay gave you Bruno, gave you Beyonce, gave you the whole black power movement, gave you equality, gave you one for love and love for all, gave you hits after hits, and you know Coldplay makes some great Caucasian hits, gave you everything. The year before that, 
Beyonce gave you strong women, gave you girl power, gave you all the ladies, can you hear me? Throw your hands up at me. Gave you all the single ladies, all the single ladies, end of time, gave you vocals. Like, and bitches said that she had the nerve to lip sync, but even before that, oh, I'm forgetting, Catherine Beth Perry, Terry, Katy Perry gave you Roar with the whole big 3D tiger, gave you Lenny Kravitz for I Kissed a Girl for a little bit of controversy, gave you Left Fucking Shark, gave you Missy Elliott. Hello, Missy Elliott. What? Are you kidding me? Missy Elliott was in the day was in the hospital the day before the Super Bowl. Did y'all know that? No, but they put on a better song. They put on a better show before Mr. No. I'm getting my words mixed up because I'm very passionate about this. They gave you a better show than Justin Timberlake did all by himself, and that's sad. In 2018, we're getting bored by Super Bowl performances. You talk about trash, y'all. Ugh. I was like, I was so underwhelmed. I said, what did I just watch? And people were like, that was the best halftime show I've ever seen. I'm like, have you seen any of the last five years, sis? Like, what are you talking about? I am just really glad I didn't see him in concert. Um, I'm My money is saved because I think Beyonce is announcing something. Also, Bruno Mars announced dates with Cardi B, so I'm looking forward to that. But, um... That is all I'm going to talk about right now. I'm going to take a little quick break because I can get some water because my throat is on fire. And we'll be right back to talk about our last story of the episode. Okay, guys, I'm back with the uh, last story. My throat is refreshed and I'm ready to end this off with a bang. So let's talk about Monique. Now, if you guys don't know who Monique is, I don't blame you. Um, She is a comedian and... Academy Award winner. She was in Precious, which was like that movie based on that uh, the book with the the really big girl Gabby Sidibe, who's amazing. I love her. But um, she was also on the show called The Parkers, but she hasn't been anything mainstream in a while. But um, so she has been in the news for calling out Netflix for offering her five hundred thousand dollars for a stand up comedy special, while offering two million and ten million for Amy Schumer, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock and other big comedians, right? So she um, put on Instagram, she is wants all of her fans to boycott Netflix and not watch them anymore because they have offered so little money. Um, so yeah, Netflix offered Amy Schumer $11 million. Um, they've offered Chappelle and Chris, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock $20 million. And um, Wanda Sykes have... Wanda Sykes was offered $500, five, oh, $500, $500,000. And she asked on Instagram for her fans to boycott Netflix. And this has been going on for about a week and a half now. She's also brought in a couple of people to the mix, like Will Packard, who is amazing. He's like a big producer and um, predominantly black, like Hollywood films. Ride Along, Think Like a Man, um, About Last Night. He... Is just like a big person in the African-American film community. And I really just, Monique, here's the tea. You're not, your career was very big back in the day. Very big. You had the Parkers, you were on Moesha for a couple of minutes. You had your nice little comedy specials on like HBO, whatever. 
but now you're not big. She was she was friends with Oprah, Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, who are also big people in the um, black Hollywood industry. But she called them out and they stopped helping her. They stopped giving her roles. And honestly, that's why Monique is like the only black person that hasn't been on Empire because she called out all these people. <clears throat> oh, cough drop. So she asked her fans to like boycott Netflix and they were like, no, like, no. Netflix said that her resume wasn't really worth a million dollars. It was, I'm sorry, it wasn't worth $11 million. And Netflix is right. Like everything that she has, every TV show, whatever has been canceled. And she just hasn't been big for a while. She talked bad about all these people in Hollywood and, you know, she was blacklisted. But that's truly it, sis. Like, you need to make things for yourself. How about you start your own prob um, pr problems? Start your own projects. How about you make your own content? Make a YouTube series. Talk to Issa Rae to be on um, Insecure. Like, do your own things instead of complaining and bitching and moaning about how people aren't giving you a chance. Or just take your money and start rebuilding your career again. $500,000? Like, on Netflix? And everybody has Netflix. And I'm pretty sure if they advertise it right, if you were on the like big talk shows, if you had an interview with Oprah, you would have been able to start your career back up again so that you're making your rounds and that you're on more shows and everything. I would love to work with you, Monique, but are you worth $11 million right now? Absolutely not. Your resume is nice, but have you sold out Madison Square Garden? Have you been touring for the last couple of years? Did you have a really big movie? Your last movie, Almost Christmas, wasn't just you. It was an ensemble cast. Like, it wasn't just you that was bringing in the money. People weren't going out to the theaters to see you, okay? It's not 2004 where, oh, Monique's in Soul Plane? Let me go and see that. Oh, Monique's on um, BT Live or whatever? Let me go see that. No, you're, you don't have the money. You don't have the funds to be rolling in all this extra cash. Like, you just... You don't have the entertainment. You got to stop, sis. You better take this $500,000 and keep it going. Would I have asked for a million? I think you're worth a million. Are you worth $11 million? Mm-mm. Not anymore. Are you worth $20 million? Mm-mm. No, sis. So that's just something to take advantage of. Um, a couple of things that I'm just throwing it out there. We still don't like Logan Paul, so don't like say his name around me don't mention it don't put it in the comments we are not fans of logan paul here please leave it alone throw it in the trash logan paul is garbage um i think that's pretty much it that's all i have this week um i'm really looking forward to going home next week is valentine's day so i'm going to record that show a little bit earlier i think i'm gonna record it um either sunday or uh or monday but yeah, okay. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, I, I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Gertie, who has been listening for, uh, to me in Kentucky and shouting me out. I love you so much, Gertie. Um, and to one of my fans, I love saying that. Fan, I, I'm not going to let that go to my head, but I think she's a friend too. She is a friend. Her name's Sophie, and I'm Sophie Mannix, I think. And she's in Australia, and she was like the first person outside of my friends and family to tell me that they listen to the podcast and they're enjoying it. And I truly, like, I've been crying ever since. I'm so blessed to have people who, like, listen to me just because they want to, and it just makes me the happiest kid in the world. I love doing this and I know this is going to lead to something great big one day so thank you so much and okay 
stay safe on the road. Um, if you don't have a Valentine, let me know. I will be your Valentine for $25. PayPal, please. And I will talk to you guys soon. Don't stop the DJ. Don't stop the DJ.